You know what time it is. Yes, it's time for Sources Say, but also it is bracket time. There's no wrong way to pick teams with Yahoo Sports Tourney Pick'em all through the Yahoo Fantasy app. Join a public group or create a group or join Draymond Green's group for a shot at $25,000. Don't miss out on March Madness. Get your bracket in before the games tip off on March 15th. Build your own bracket now at yahoo.com slash tourney2018. We won. Yeah. (laughs) They suck. Yeah. We here. What? Oh, what are you talking about, man? You me? We back in the building. Y'all, y'all thought we was gone, gone. Y'all thought we was gone, gone. Sound the alarm. It's time for another Sources Say. It's birthday week. I'm Juliette Littman. Happy birthday, Juliette. I'm Chris Ryan. Thank you. It's not my birthday. It is Stephen Curry's and Tristan Thompson's, and we're going to talk about their parties. But first, I just want to mention, today, the NBA Draft Guide went live at nbadraft.theringer.com. It's phase one. It's 15 players to watch in five in the NCAA tournament and five to know about not the tournament. Shout out to Luka Doncic. I've already learned so much. Last year, I felt like I had a much better handle on the lottery, guys. That's great. And this year, you know, I was coming into it. I was like, I don't really know a lot about Marvin Bagley, but now I do. Nice. Um, so here's the plan. It's like we're this is this is like the soft launch. We're going to update it several, uh, really continually until the actual draft itself on June 21st. But there's a lot more to come. There's already some scouting reports. We're going to have some exclusive player data. We'll have mock drafts. We will have rankings from Charks and Danny and Kevin. Uh, we got a lot coming, so check it out. NBADraft.theringer.com. Bookmark it. Go have back. you got a favorite, an early favorite in the clubhouse for favorite new rookie? Hmm. Future rookie? I want to believe in Michael Porter. Okay. I just feel like we're, we've all fallen off the Michael Porter bandwagon. Well, he fell off. He broke his back. Yeah. But, um, you know, a hero <laughs> will rise. Okay. So uh, Michael Part Porter is the Dark Knight. Yes, he is my and Bruce your Gotham Wayne. City that is the NBA draft pool. Yes. I, I didn't know that Christopher Nolan did not make up the ter- the phrase, the night is only darkest just before the dawn. is that Shakespeare? I thought, yeah, I thought that was a Christopher Nolan original from the Dark Knight. Yeah. <laughs> um, somehow Michael Porter Jr. figures into that for that me That would too. be dope if you could go back in time and do your yearbook page and you were like, it's darkest, uh, night is always darkest before the dawn, Christopher Nolan. And it's just like a picture of you <laughs> looking out over New York City. I had a dope uh, quote. What was it? It was from Almost Famous. And it was um, from Russell Hammond's fight with Jeff Beebe when he goes, can we just skip the vibe skip the vibe, and go straight to us laughing about this? Is that how you actually, I don't know, if is that actually how you are in real life? Is that an applicable I don't know. Phrase? We, I don't know. Let, let's come back to that. Let's dive into so what. Do you want to know what mine was? Topic at hand. Yes. What was yours, It Chris? was a Han Solo quote from Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. You found your spiritual home here at the ringer then. <laughs> okay. Birthday time. Let's begin. Do you think NBA players typically celebrate their 30th birthday with such gusto? So, Because for somebody like me, 40 is kind of like the bell is tolling a little bit. But for an NBA player, 30 kind of signals... It's a tough turning point. Here we go. So Steph Curry turns 30 today, March 14th. Pi Day. Yeah, 314. Okay, gotcha. Like Pi. I thought it was like National Pi Awareness Day. Uh, well, it is like Pi Day, like right. for both. Like I was thinking, should I, I get... Get us the pie. Yeah, yeah I right. understand, but I was thinking, should I get us a pie? Because it's pie day. Hilarious. For, like just for <laughs> us right here in the pod? For our office. Okay. Um, Steph had his birthday two nights ago because it was an off night for the Warriors. He, um, Aisha planned it. However, a lot of the coverage from the Bay Area um, blogs and newspapers were like, the Warriors threw a great party 
and like thanks to Aisha Curry. And it's like, no, Aisha Curry just like threw him a party and like the Warriors attended. I don't want to give the organization credit for this. Yeah. So do you know specifically where it was held? I tried really hard to figure it out. I could not. If because it was, I, I part of what's sort of adorable about this party was that it no doesn't there. look that much different than where a bar mitzvah would be held. Yes, absolutely. So he arrived on a yacht and then I was like, did everyone else get on the yacht with him? But I don't think so. I believe they went into a nightclub because it just looked like the room was too wide. Yeah, it was his, yacht. It, the yacht was his entrance. Yes. Yeah. That, and that, just so you know, this did happen on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills this season. <laughs> Dorit Kelmsley planned a party for her husband, PK. Uh-huh. He um, like represents Boy George or something like that. And uh, he arrived. She He took a helicopter to a boat, which took him to a yacht. And there was the party. Where was, was the party that far away from where he was living, or was it, was it just like, a matter of it was like, like building in up the, the bay of like Orange County, basically gotcha. a little south of here? They live in Beverly Hills, obviously, per the name the name of the show. So they arrive, and um, it was a it was a big fiesta. All of the warriors were there. Um, his kids were there for like part of the time. I was wondering who got who was in charge of taking Riley and Ryan home after they danced for everyone. I'm sure they've got a nanny. Like a nanny. Like they've probably yeah. have several. Yeah. Grandma was there too, so maybe she jumped in the action. Yes, she was. Grandma was there and she was dancing with Draymond and KD. They were both trying to dance with her, which is the kind of thing you do to Bar Mitzvah. Yeah. You're correct. Um, also in attendance, um, Sadal Curry and her NBA boyfriend or fiance and uh, Seth Curry and his NBA girlfriend. Uh, Callie Rivers. Yeah. Her Instagram was a great source of information for me. Um, some other interesting attendees. Matt Barnes, a major source of information. Warrior for life. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about Matt Barnes being a warrior for life? If that was, is that the team you would have assumed he'd be a, a lifer? Where did he most recently pop up? Well, like, he was, what, was he part of the Isaiah Thomas, Paul Pierce arguments? I can't remember. Where did he kind of get back in the mix? Yeah, I think he weighed in. On I think the, he weighed in on Instagram. Yes. Yeah. On the Paul Pierce situation. And then he and... Uh, he and Lauren had a couple, a, a, like a little bit of a flare up on Instagram as well. Lauren Govan. Yeah, because yeah. I think she it was like, she was either like happy birthday to him or happy, like, you know, this is our picture of our family and yeah. he was just like, see you in court. It's kind of rough. Yeah, that's a tough one. His kids are cute. Yeah. The Barnes twins. How do I feel about Matt Barnes being a Warriors for life? Uh, I think it would be cooler to see true club legends like maybe Baron Davis or Mitch Richmond or Chris Mullen. Stack Jack? Yeah, sure. There, but yeah, it's interesting. It's like this new wave warriors has taken over the franchise. Yeah, and I guess he's sort of the the sort of the chieftain of that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Head of the um, table. Yeah, I, was just, I just was surprised that he still gets the invite, but I guess he's in the area. So Steph, notoriously, at least in this podcast, skipped out on the trip to Vegas mm-hmm. when they won the title last year. That's yes, correct. And I was wondering if anybody opted out of this party. I don't think so. It seems like everyone was aggressively opting in. Zaza. Zaza. Oh yeah. It seems like um. Zaza and oh shoot who was the other person that I saw him take a picture with I can't remember but yeah Zaza was there oh Zaza and Omri Caspi and their wags were in the photo booth together okay. which I was like oh cool foreigners like it <laughs> the United Nations was Ron here Adams in there? didn't see Ron Adams certainly wasn't dancing who do you think is a better dancer Steve Kerr or Mike Brown Mike Brown Steve Kerr has no mobility anymore <laughs> Steve Kerr is in a constant state of agony like there's no way that he's out I mean unless you're like he's doing like Ian Curtis Joy Division dancing like there's no way that that Steve Kerr is cutting the rug. The biggest revelation of this to me was that it seems like Quinn Cook has become an essential glue guy of the Warriors. Yeah, I was wondering what the faction situation is on the Warriors, the click situation, and if sure. anybody's out. Because I always assume that Steph is a real like, hey, Steph, we're going out for drinks after work. And he's like, sorry, guys, I'm going home. Can't make it. Yeah. Well, um, when Steph was hurt and Quinn Cook started, 
uh, staff like famously gave him a lot of encouragement. It was like giving him tips on the sideline and everything. Uh-huh. So I feel like he is like just a good leader. There was that article. I think it was in Yahoo or maybe it was ESPN a couple of weeks ago about what a good leader. Oh, it was it was in ESPN. It was a Chris Haynes joint about like what a good leader Steph is, and that was like some of the anecdotes. So I feel like everyone likes him, but he's just not really a partier. So I have a major question. We had some. There okay. was some entertainment at the party. Yes, there Lecrae, was Lecrae, the um, E forty. The the uh, the Bay Area rap legend mm-hmm. and Paramore. Paramore. One of our trending topics for the course of our of our what now five year friendship. Sure. Has always been what did that cost? Yes. So we were always curious about what it would cost to get certain celebrities just to appear at something. Like we were always just like, you know, maybe what if it was like twenty thousand dollars to get Miles Teller to show up at a <laughs> At a nightclub opening? You know? I want Michael B. Jordan at my birthday, just to I be clear. Okay, yeah. just to be clear. I'll start saving. <laughs> How much do you think it... What is Paramore's... Do you think Paramore just did it? That's a good look for Paramore. Huge look for Paramore. Who, so, by the way, just I really to like. be on social? Just to be on the social media signal boost? Or do you think that there was, like, somebody cut a check to Paramore? Or, this is what I think it is, Travel and accommodations are are taken care of, and maybe a discreet payment to a charity of Paramore's choice. Interesting. I, I think they get paid. Okay. Straight up, I think they get. Well, first of all, do you think they get paid more or less than Lecrae? Who has a higher one night fee? I would imagine Paramore. I don't know. Lecrae is popular. Sure. I, I don't. I really don't know. But I think Paramore. They just finished up a tour, I believe, for their album from last year, which was really good. And they're from Nashville, so they have no NBA allegiances. So you can't say Paramore or traitors. They got to. They were the band on stage when they sang "Happy Birthday" to Steph. Yes. So does that mean they were the headliner? Yes. So Lecrae and E Forty open for Paramore. I think so. Is what we're saying yeah. here. Where would you like? What after how many guesses would? What if I was like Chris, a rock band played at Steph Curry's birthday? Would you have gotten to Paramore? Um, I don't really know because like Steph would be I could see Steph liking Coldplay you know what I mean like I could see Steph liking Imagine Dragons I feel like he likes Imagine Dragons more than Coldplay I'm sure you're right because he probably listens to the top but 40 you don't think radio. him and Aisha like, like some soft inspirational rock well I know they do because they're really good friends with this duo who I love called Johnny Swim I don't think I've mentioned them before it's like a husband and wife they're like a, they're like a bluegrass duo together and they were they were there and you like that? I love that. I love them. Okay. She, uh, the woman in the duo is named, uh, is Abner Ramirez and Amanda Sudano, okay. who is the daughter of Donna Summer. Oh, and wow. she is like one of the most beautiful humans in the world. It's okay. actually hard for me to believe she's not more famous because she's just so gorgeous and a great singer. I, wa- I ask Amanda Dobbins. I send her like videos of them all the time. Okay. I'm really into them. They were at, they were there. And but they weren't performing at the curry party, yes. but they weren't performing. Yes, They're just really good friends with Steph and Aisha. Okay. I love um, them. There was Quinclook was a glue guy for sure. Paramore was a headliner. China Steph Curry was the man of the hour. China Clay was the star. The man of the night was China Clay. Shoeless China Clay. What's up with him? Uh, he just broke his thumb. Uh, is it broken? Yeah, fractured oh. thumb. So that's tough. Tough beat. <laughs> Apparently he's back at the end of the month, but it's his right hand. I believe it's his shooting yeah. hand. So how will that affect his quick release? I don't know. It's, I don't know. I, it's not. It's not looking great. Has China Clay ever made a domestic appearance? No, I think. I think this is his first one. Do you think he was one. taking advantage of this interregnum period between Rex Tillerson and Mike Pompeo <laughs> to bring his wares into the country? <laughs> it is true that trade tariffs are going to tar- are going to target China. Yeah. So that is important <laughs> to note. Um, China Clay was not wearing shoes. China Clay was wearing baggy gray jeans. Mm-hmm. China Clay was wearing a sponsored T-shirt that he presumably did not have to pay for, and was dancing on stage at someone else's birthday. Yeah, but he wasn't the only one. But yeah, he but he also fell because he was dancing so hard. And but that's not how he injured his hand. 
No, he injured his hand, luckily, in a game. Okay. Because it would have been really bad if this party like brought down the Warriors. Yes. Really, really bad. Uh, China Clay was there in full force. At one point, he also, like, someone was filming him, and he was like, fuck your camera, and he, like, ran away from it, but then he... I don't know. He just, I think China Clay was just partying and he was okay. just a, a wild man mixing it up. It was so great. Um, I think we also learned from this that Draymond is still very much the emotional and energy center of this team. Yes. He was leading the shenanigans on stage. Dancing with Steph's grandmother. Yes, 100%. Fake fighting with KD who gets to dance with her grandmother. I like to see, K- K- KD is like the cool kid who knows he can't dance. So he just like stays near the scrum and like mm-hmm. sways, but doesn't actually try to break out any moves. Also why? It's because he has foot problems. So it's like probably not a good idea for him to dance. Yeah. That would be tough <laughs> if he re-injured his metatarsal because he was dancing at Steph's birthday. What's your least favorite coming storyline about this party and how it pertains to the Warriors season? I have zero. Uh, Warriors worry level is at zero. Even with zero. Even with Steph's bum ankle zero. and Clay's broken thumb. First of all, if Steph for some reason, God forbid, missed the playoffs, mm-hmm. I'm excited to watch Drank become the five tool all star. Okay. The, the I, just, I run the team. I, I, play, like I can play center on defense and point guard on offense. Can't wait. Um, I feel like they need these kinds of social gatherings to reinvigorate their like their bonds to realize like this is a crazy trip we're on. I've been listening to a, there's a couple podcasts recently where I feel like um, I, feel like, I thought you were going to say I've been listening to like some motivational speeches. Well, no, Bosch, Chris Bosch, <laughs> yeah, best podcast of the year, Chris Bosch on the Bill Simmons pod was talking about just like how hard it is to go to four finals, mm-hmm. and I think that we're just almost underestimating what they're doing because they're not only talking about the four finals, but for the most part, the last three seasons, they've been among the great regular season teams of all time. They're going full bore every night. They're destroying people. This year, it's like a little bit of a drop off, but still really, really elite. I just think that I'm really, I'm very pro Warriors heading into the, to the playoffs. I'm going the other way. I just feel like we've been expecting this, this, them. This is confirmation bias because you already you've been calling the Rockets for a while. Yeah, and it's not confirmation bias if it's true. <laughs> <laughs> and they we've been like waiting for them to turn it on and waiting for them to flip that switch and just like be the dominant team. And like, sure, Iggy looks better. Who, by the way, has not really been pictured at this event, but I'm sure he was there. They're really close. Yeah, uh, he probably just is like smart and like stays off camera. Um, were the folks there? Parents? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes, they were. Um, Actually, Sonia Curry looked very 90s. I was like, is that a shirt you've been holding on to for the last 20 years? 90s are back. 90s are back. I saw um, Steve. We saw Steve and uh, from Stranger Things. Yeah, Joe Carey. And Micah Monroe. And this might be a reference over your head, but they were dressed like Christian Slater and Samantha Mathis and pump up the volume. Not over my head. I didn't know if that was like in your wheelhouse for... I loved the Samantha Mathis of the 90s. Okay. She's also one of my favorite movies. Uh... Yeah, so 90s are back. Sonya yeah, Curry true. is Sonya Curry She's and Steve from Stranger Things are bringing the 90s back. <laughs> Anyway, I just think with um, Steph's bad ankle and now Clay hurting his thumb and Draymond hasn't really been healthy, I just I just don't know if they can put it all together this year. They're a great team. I think there's some like matchup problems for them, too. Do you think that if they... Okay, so let's say they lose in the Western Conference Finals to the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Does that give them more motivation to come back for the fifth season and make a finals run? Or do you think that it's like the end of a dynasty and they... They've maybe trade some major part of their team to re, to like bring new blood in, like trade Clay. I would hate to see it happen. Me too. He wants to be a warrior for life. Trade Draymond. I feel like Draymond is destined to be a piston. Hmm. Send him home. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, you brought up do NBA players embrace turning? 30? I also think Draymond and Blake on the same team would be the funniest thing that ever happened. Oh my god, they would be so bad for each other. Yeah. I think they would like each other though. 
event, you think that Draymond would be like, oh, I like Blake now? Yeah. Blake's quitting on the Pistons. You can kind of see it. Oh, definitely. He's yeah. also like quitting on probably being in Michigan. He's probably like, get, get me the F out of here. Um, I think Steph turning 30 is interesting. He's already not a great defender. It's something that Sean has brought in before. Like, what will it look like when Steph is just like, is, is more like Ray Allen than he is like transcendent Steph Curry? So that'll be a hard transition, I think. will be interesting to see how it goes. There, but, was, an, there was another birthday that we were going to get to. Yeah. But first, let's take a quick break here from our sponsors. Chris. Yeah. When I wake up in the morning, I do a couple things. Grab my phone, check in on the site, have coffee, and crucially, I turn on music. Like, almost immediately. Yeah. I, I open my Sonos app and I just pump some tunes. I usually connect it to my uh, Spotify account yeah. so I can listen to my daily mixes. And it's just, it, I start my day that way pretty much every day. That's funny. I actually, when I come home, some people like a cold beer. Some people like to take a jog. I like to sit down on my couch, put the NBA on mute, mm. and let my Leonard Bernstein playlist <laughs> pound through the apartment on my oh Sono my speaker system. Either way, you and I, whether we're beginning our day or ending our day, we do it with Sonos. It's been revolutionary for our homes. It absolutely has. I can't imagine not having it. In fact, when I'm like in a hotel or in a different or like just on a trip, I, I ac- actively miss it. It's such a great way to have on um, like ambiance in and the now background. The, and the cool thing is now you can use the Sonos with your voice. You can use the Sonos with almost like any streaming service you can even I think know, of. I see my, awesome. my wife was listening to SoundCloud the other day. I have Spotify. You can listen to Apple Music on there. Like anything you can think of. Fire up the Bill Simmons podcast in any room in your home. Absolutely. And all Sonos speakers connect wirelessly. So actually, my wife can listen to the news in the kitchen while I'm listening to Leonard Bernstein in the living room and we could be 100 years old together. <laughs> that sounds beautiful. And now Sonos is offering the listeners of the Ringer NBA show 10% off one order of $2,500 or less for any product on Sonos.com. All you need is the promo code RINGER10. That's capital RINGER10, R-I-N-G-E-R-1-0, all caps, at Sonos.com. This offer is available for a limited time only and cannot be combined with other discounts or promotions. You know who probably wanted the Sonos for his birthday? Steph Curry. Tristan Thompson. Ooh. Let's talk about Tristan Thompson's birthday. Because Tristan Thompson... Today's is now in a family that loves swag. Oh, my God. Okay, so Tristan Thompson turned 27 this week. I honestly can't believe he's that old. I think of him as younger. And the Cavs are in town for the double Laker swing, right. Clippers and Lakers. And they had a free day on Saturday. How lucky for them. Yeah. That meant that the Kardashians could go full spawn con. <laughs> they started the day with the Tristan Thompson's Tristan Thompson and Khloe Kardashian baby shower held at the uh, Bel Air Hotel, planned by Mindy Weiss, who's a celebrity like party planner. Also, really weirdly, best friends with Russell Westbrook's wife, Nina. They have an Instagram account together where okay. it's about like fashion, and it's like about their best friendship. It's super weird and interesting, and I love it. Anyway, okay, that party was sponsored by Amazon. Tristan att- attended. I, why is Amazon sponsoring people's parties? People are pissed about this. I don't know. Why are people pissed about this? Because they're like, Khloe Kardashian could have paid for her own party. She didn't need Amazon. I mean, which is sort of like, it's not like it's a zero sum, like if Amazon... So how does this work? Is it like everything you see here, you, there's like a referral link for it? Like, what is the deal? It was for the Amazon baby registry. Oh. And so she was like, I'm so excited to get baby wipes. I'm going to need tons of them. And luckily I have them from Amazon. Like she gave interviews about using the Amazon baby registry. And then the party was sponsored by Amazon. And people are really mad that they did that. But it's not like they were like going to give that money to charity if it didn't go to the Kardashians. Like it's like a marketing budget for Amazon baby registry. It's whatever. So that was part one. Part two of the day was at Beauty in Essex. And which is right down the street from our office. Yes. Very close. It's fine. It's like a 
Hollywood. Re- it's like kind of like Planet Hollywood, but called Beauty and Essex. You mean Sean and Mal went to dinner there once? Yeah, it was totally fine. I think before it became a hot, a hot spot. spot. Yeah. yeah, it's now like in the NBA scene. Like there were some um, All Star events there. It's right next to a club called Avenue that's also like semi popular with athletes and whatnot. And this was sponsored by Remy Martin, which also sponsors uh, some uh, Ring NBA show segments. Mm-hmm. And in attendance, LeBron James with Savannah. At Tristan Thompson's party, yeah. Yeah, at Tristan Thompson's birthday. Kevin Love, Jordan Clarkson, and Rich Paul. Okay. Team Cavs. Couldn't tell if there were really anyone else there. It was a small affair. Every Kardashian was so there except no, for Cam. No, no Osmond? No. No Clarkson? <laughs> no, Jordan Clarkson was there. He was there, okay. Awkward. Used to date Kendall. She was there, too. Whatever. It's all in the game. Um, Some of the Real Housewives attended. Kyle Richards and her wife and her husband. So do you think that... Here's, here's a question I have. Steph Curry's party... I'm not trying to be like Steph Curry's party was so much more sincere and organic than mm-hmm. Tristan Thompson's party. Well, that's kind of what I'm saying. But do you think the Real Housewives are invited because they are sincerely friends with Tristan Thompson and or Khloe Kardashian? Or is it one of those LA things where people get invited to parties and they show up and do the do the red carpet, go in for a little bit and leave, but they're not actually there to because they're like sincerely friends with Tristan? I think this was small enough that the people who were there like actually stayed for the whole thing. But okay. Because it's like in the Kardashian filter, it just becomes like content for people, like for me. Yeah. And like, it's just like, like we don't know exactly where Steph had his birthday. Like he was like eating ribs. But like we know exactly where this was. We know exactly who was there. They even released the menu. I could tell you. They had a family style meal of kale and apple salad, <laughs> oven braised chicken meatballs, filet mignon, Mexican street corn ravioli, and uh, NYC donuts for dessert. Like, okay, cool. Now I, Mexican now we know street everything. street corn ravioli. We had that. It was good. Yeah. If you recall. Yeah. Came on like a spoon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But like, it's just, it's such a, it's just a zoo and like, okay, fine. Good for them for getting money, I guess. But the way they, they do this just makes me so mad. The staff party seemed like in some ways silly, but it like, seemed like a, like a family barbecue. Yeah, exactly. With Paramore playing it. A family barbecue done really big, which is part of Steph's charm that yes. I really come around yes. on. This it's like total encapsulation of the two different ways to be an NBA star. Yeah. One is to be like kind of like family man gone big. And the other is to like play into the endorsement machine. And it's like very, it's very LA, very, very LA. I don't know. It just makes me mad. I also noticed that I just, I just, who else is Tristan Thompson hanging out with? Like no J.R. Smith? Well, also I think these guys, the Cavs are an interesting opposite path from where the Warriors are, right? Because they too are trying to make their fourth finals Mm -hmm. and they've been through so much upheaval. Sure. And now, you know, J.R. Smith getting demoted via text message by Ty Lue and Kevin Love talking about some of the uh, panic issues, anxiety issues that he's been dealing with. LeBron, will he stay or will he go? Tristan's been dealing with injuries and maybe hasn't been up his best playing. Like, it's just kind of like, you can just tell that like that team needs to probably be broken apart. Yeah, just for chemistry. Over. Well, Although they, they have been broken apart multiple times this season already. So How many times can you break up a LeBron team and put it back together? We'll find out. We shall find out. Uh, there's... It just is like a whole weird scene. What do you think about the middle of the season in the playoff hunt uh, birthday party in general? I think that you have to break up the monotony. Like mm-hmm. t- the the reality is, is that the Cavs are going to make the playoffs. And if this makes these guys feel good and it's, it keeps them happy, then they should do it. But I do think that, that there is an interesting juxtaposition, both between the two cities, the Bay and, you know, like, you know, Oakland versus Los Angeles, yeah. but also just like, the people who are there and the way in which, like, obviously, like you're saying, the way it was communicated, it just seems like it's a completely different affair. Yeah. I, 
And just, uh, but I'm all for people like having a personal life outside of their work. Yeah, like have fun. Yeah. Also, if you're a professional, you should be able to handle both. Yeah. Do you think that the Cavs had to cancel practice the next day the way the Warriors did? Uh, I hope not because they've only apparently practiced like five times. (laughs) (laughs) As Isaiah Thomas really wants you to know. I noticed not a lot of Isaiah Thomas quotes coming out of, um, this, the, the two games against the Cavs. And I'm surprised by that. Like, has the Isaiah Thomas, like, speaking tour finally ended? Well, they, he's now starting to get a little bit of his juice back. Because, like, last night he destroyed Jokic. Right. And I think it was, like, the first time that he had, like, I think it's, his, like, literally his only highlight of the year. It would be cool if it turned out that he was like, actually, like, got back to where he was. Yeah, I mean, I think I always had a sneaking suspicion that he wouldn't. If, if somebody was, like, if you play now, yeah. you're only ever going to play, be at 75%. I think he probably would have been like, I'm going to sit out for the season or I need to get more surgery or whatever it is. So I'm not surprised that he's getting better. And I think that ironically, like the Lakers, there's not as much pressure on him because the Lakers are like, even if they like miraculously were to make a run to the playoffs, so they're pretty good since like, they've been pretty good since that, actually since that article came out where LeVar was like, the guys don't like yeah. Luke, right? They're 20 and nine, I think. Right. I, I still think that like, they won't make the playoffs and this is going to be a lost season but Isaiah is showing a little bit towards the end of it and the sure. fact that he hasn't destroyed the Lakers chemistry as it were is like a, a feather in his cap also Lonzo starting to get some some legit highlights I know good for him I know makes me happy <laughs> I just want him to escape this family drama I hope that he is not like a like the Kardashian it's too bad I hope that he isn't the price that I hope he isn't Le, Le, LeBron tax obviously Isaiah would be like yeah. Isaiah can't he has to go but it, it'd be a shame if if it was like yeah Lonzo's gotta go LeBron's coming to town it really would be a bummer although maybe he'd be a good mentor for him knows yeah. how to handle the fame yeah. knows how to be in the spotlight it's true knows how to court it but also control it maybe that's exactly what he needs let's let's move to a different city but first let's take another break talk about our sponsors Produced in one of the world's longest-running distilleries, Belvedere Vodka is the world's finest all-natural vodka. Crafted by a collective of master distillers, Belvedere is made with non-GMO Polish rye, pure water, and no additives. Recognized for quality, Belvedere was named the ISC World Vodka Producer of the Year in 2015, 16, and 17. Belvedere's unparalleled quality is reminiscent of the King, a.k.a. LeBron James' recent run where he has made the NBA Finals in an astounding, truly astounding, seven consecutive times from 2011 to 2017, including three NBA Finals MVP awards. LeBron, whether with the Heat or the Cavs, always plays basketball of the utmost quality, just like Belvedere Vodka. Enjoy a delicious cocktail with Belvedere Vodka today, and remember to always drink responsibly. Libby, I also want to tell you something. Okay. March is finally here. It is here. Which means one thing. It's bracket time. We've been filling out our brackets at the ringer. I was very bullish on UVA, and then DeAndre Hunter hurt his wrist, so I am screwed. But that doesn't mean you are. Yahoo Sports Tourney Pick'em is the best place to fill out your bracket, all through the Yahoo Fantasy app. Joining a public group is easy, or you can create a group and play with your friends. Or, if you are feeling lucky, join Draymond Green's group for a shot at $25,000. If you don't know college hoops, that's okay. You can choose one of the autofill brackets. You can pick coaches with the highest winning percentages, or you can just pick party schools, like Arizona State. Or you can just totally rebel and pick the least popular picks there's no wrong way to fill out a bracket in yahoo sports tourney pick them don't miss out on march madness get your bracket in before the games tip off march 15th build your own bracket now at yahoo.com slash tourney 2018 um do you want to talk about how you're in on the raptors sure because you are were you swayed by kyle and demar Derozan going to the uh the conference championship. I thought game. that was adorable. Really was cute. Um, I love. I find this team incredibly endearing. 
top to bottom. Really enjoy the guys on the team. Even thought, Dark Serge Ibaka? Yeah, and I thought that that Detroit game was like a real signature win. Sure. And Van Vliet is becoming a cult hero. Fred! And I just really think that, I actually think that they're going to probably, I don't know if they're going to like easily win the East, but I think that they are going to confidently win the East. I think they're going to the finals too. Yeah. What a tough time for trade tariffs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> They're Canadian after all. Yeah. I think it'd be really cool. I just am so desperate for something different. I yeah. just don't, I don't want it to be the Cavs. I, don't I mean, Houston, be. Houston, Toronto would be thrilling. It would be one of those things where I think people like you and I would be so psyched. Do you think the ratings would be down? Yes, yeah. 100%. If Although, it, as opposed to Warriors, Cavs, four. Yeah, but Houston is like a much bigger market than people realize. So I think there's that. Also, it would be a cool story for the city of Houston if like after the hurricane and everything. And after and, the World Series. And after the World Series, yeah. they won. Like that would be kind of wild. Houston and Philly becoming the new dominant sports towns. Yeah, that's what everyone's clamoring for. <laughs> I really do love the friendship of uh, Demar and Kyle, though. It's really like it's fun, and like their it kids seems are really friends. sincere. There's no reason for Demar to go to villain to the Big East conference tournament with Kyle. Totally, and also like what a year for Demar Derozan. Like he's you know come out as like a public advocate of mental health, and yeah. to also talked about how him and Kyle Lowry didn't even talk to each other for their first year on the same team, which I love. I think he's Great a top stuff. five MVP candidate. Yeah, definitely. Who else do you have in that race right now? It's a really interesting conversation right now because it's obviously I think Harden's Harden's going to win it. Yeah, deservedly two, so. I still think I think it's probably Anthony Davis, but I think LeBron has a a Le, real claim. LeBron's played every game, like yeah. you know, and Le, so he has his team's bad or worse than it usually is, but he has a real shot at it uh, at that number two spot. So it's Harden, LeBron, Davis. I think Durant. Mm-hmm. And then there's like this, there's Damar, there's Dame. Dame. I guess Steph, even though he's missed a lot of games. He's missed too many games. I think if Butler hadn't gotten hurt, he'd be in there too. Yeah. There's, it's been a lot of good individual performances. You know who is not in this t- conversation? Uh, Jimmy Butler's teammate. Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins, griping. Today, there's a report that came out that he is on, it was on uh, talk radio in Minnesota that... Um, Wiggins has whispered to teammates that he's unhappy being a third option behind Butler and Towns. What a shock. We've heard a little bit of stuff like this over the course of the season. Yes. Just some grousing. Some has, some wolves howling into the night. Has Wiggins ever been happy since he entered the NBA? Well, it's been a pretty tough, tough trajectory for him. Sure. For him. I think the, we always wonder about like, oh, if this guy had gone somewhere else, as I like to say, sliding doors. Sure. <laughs> I, maybe too often I like to say sliding doors. But you have to wonder whether or not if Wiggins had been in Cleveland and been the number one option playing with Kyrie Irving or been the one of the number one options with, with Kyrie in Cleveland, what that would have looked like. And the way in which Minnesota has, A, had you know several coaches in his tenure in Minnesota, and then also added, you know, added Towns and added um, Butler so that basically like he's, he's just got to be the third option there offensively. Yeah. And I don't know. They I don't, wouldn't have added Butler if Wiggins was capable of. I think it's like it's tough for a number one draft pick to be like, yeah, I guess I'm Chris Middleton. Yeah, that's and nice. not even as good as Chris Middleton. Really, you'd have, rather have Middleton, wouldn't you? I guess so. I don't know. I do think Wiggins has potential, but I definitely think Chris Middleton seems like a more magnetic personality and better locker room presence. Like just totally. Anecdotally. Yeah. It seems like it seems like Tibbs is also a bad personality manager. Well, this is the thing: is that Tibbs probably. 10 years ago is the kind of guy who could have made Wiggins into Butler too. Mm -hmm. But now I just think that the way people's personalities, I just think that people change, you know, like times change. And I don't know if Tibbs grinding these guys into dust really creates diamonds anymore. I don't think it does. I mean, 
they are definitely getting better because like they you know play together more or whatever yeah. but it's not like there's been like some kind of astounding change with these Timberwolves no if like, anything they're getting worse defensively yeah yeah and all, and like it seems like there's just a lack of um, of mental engagement not because they're not like capable of it because which is crazy because this is like the first playoff team they've had in in 10 13 years something like that like you this should be one of the feel-good stories of the season these like last time I remember when Kevin Garnett like standing on the scores table pumping his fist in the target center everybody's losing their minds and there just doesn't seem to be any of the energy surrounding this team because of that new clippers damn that's what they are yeah like always good not great unhappy can't all work together it's tough it's like you know they're, they're missing that joie de vivre you look at guys like Spo, Spo and Brad Stevens and Steve Kerr and there is a kind of model for the um open shirt collar you know kind of like sure. creative bureaucrat kind of guy mm-hmm. and that's not Tibbs Tibbs is like I'm, I got a vein popping in my forehead and I'm screaming about pin downs. Tibbs is like mourning the loss of grit and grind. He's yeah. just like so upset that Memphis is tanking. He's just, he can't believe Lionel Hollins got fired. Can't believe. He's just still Hasn't not over it. Hasn't had a good it. night's sleep since that happened. <laughs> He's still not over it. It is. It's pretty weird. It's weird when you just see like these like random flare ups in, in, like, in the crucial part of the season. Like yeah. what is going on with Denver? Yeah. So I think that Denver... They're, Denver in, they're is, in the hunt yeah. still. Whereas uh, on... What was so what it, what is like? It's mostly Jokic and Mike Malone, which yes. is the point of contention. He got benched right? for the fourth quarter and didn't play against, I believe, I don't remember for defensive purposes. It's unclear. They wouldn't talk about it basically. Yeah. So it's just, but that's bizarre. I mean, he's the best player on that team. Like he can be like electric, um, but then he also gets his ankles broken by Isaiah Thomas. But it's just weird for the franchise star to be benched by the coach like that. Yeah, that's and also that's in what, a playoff hunt. That is what got. Um, David Fisdale fired for doing it to Marcus All. That's right, and that. But like, this is just Mark Mike Malone. I guess has more more control there. Plus, they're in the playoff. I haven't heard you say wherever I stand, I stand with Mike it's Malone. A, a long it's time. a little hard. Are you backing off that take? I'm not backing off. That was I one still of your su- top three deeply held principles. I still mean it. I I'm on Mike Malone's side here. I think the Jokic probably deserved it. Okay, but it's a little bit harder to defend him as a coach because he's they've not been great. I hear you. I don't know what to say. I think that Denver is like a couple years away from being a couple years away. <laughs> and also, like, where do they even go? They've got some exciting pieces, but... I feel like they held on to too many of their vets through too many trade deadlines and now are like stuck with Fareed and Chandler and all these guys weighing down their bench. Who they just don't want. Yeah. That's tough. Um, I really liked when Will Barton weighed in on the um, fight between Jamal Murray and... Uh... In the Lakers, I believe it was that fight, yeah. right? He called it a suburban beef. Yeah, I loved it. Snap pull, Thunder making the playoffs. Yes. Tough ten game schedule are coming up. I, they're still making it. I'm, okay. I don't know. Just making sure. What do you think? Spurs making the playoffs. I think the Thunder are more likely than the Spurs. Okay. The, the Thunder have stars. That's what gets you wins in this league. What do you think? I'm I'm a little concerned about. I think the Spurs will make the playoffs. So you I'm this? I'm concerned about them though. Who who do you think is most likely to get upset in the West playoffs? Here's who's making it right now: Rockets, Warriors, Blazers, Thunder, Pelicans, Wolves, Clippers, Jazz. On the bubble are the Spurs and the Nuggets. I think the Spurs get in there. Who's going to fall out though? I think the, the Clippers. Jazz. I also think the Clippers might. Yeah, I guess the Clippers might. Without Gallo now as well. I can't no Gallo, no Bradley. Jazz are now. I know it's wild. I'm happy for Haley O'Shaughnessy. Which is your favorite of these teams on on the bubble? Other um, than Thunder. 
I think the I think the Jazz just because I love watching Donovan, mm-hmm. and I really I still have a lot of time for Ricky Rubio. <laughs> On your schedule, clear out some blocks. Also, did you see? And this is a great way to end the day because I know one of your pa- favorite topics is Gordon Hayward. Did you see that Gobert pipe popped off about how he was like kind of mad about how Gordon handled his exit? So what happened was Go- so Gobert said that Gordon Hayward kind of ignored me during free agency. Like, so, what is that? You think that entails? Just didn't like text he, him back? Yeah, or like he wanted like the heads up, or he wanted yeah. the opportunity to convince him otherwise. Yeah, I don't think go. I don't think you go to Gobert to be charmed though. No one's like, oh, Gobert, he's gonna win me over. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe me though. I like a surly Frenchman. Sure, exactly. But I, I love it. I, the, it's been a nice year without Gordon Hayward. I, I wish him well, and I hope, he, <laughs> I hope he gets back. I look forward to him returning to full health. Sure, but it's been interesting to see what life would be like without him. Yeah, and like ha- yeah. having to like not not having to pretend that he's like some kind of franchise player. Yeah, absolutely. Because he's not. Yeah. Although you know, next year I guess the Celtics will be interesting. They're kind of they're just in trouble. They're, they are talk about team fit facing some injury problems. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. Thanks for everyone. Thanks to Belvedere. Don't forget to sign up with Yahoo. And don't forget to buy a Sonos. I yeah. love mine. Top that. Y'all thought we was gone. No. Yeah.